Welcome to season three of Mindful Habits. I'm your host, Ron Berrigan. Our mental well-being has really taken a beating over the last few years, and we're feeling more stressed, anxious, and socially isolated than ever. So the theme for season three is all about the anxious to awesome journey. And in this season of the Mindful Habits podcast, I'm going to equip you with all the tools you need to rise above the stress, anxiety, and worry, and really enable you to take back control of your life one mindful habit at a time. Now, in the past few episodes, I've been giving an overview of the Anxious to Awesome formula. So if you haven't listened to those episodes, make sure to go back and listen. Because in this episode, we're going to look at the third part of the Anxious to Awesome formula, and that is socialize. Let's begin by taking a mindfulness moment. As you shift your attention from whatever you're doing prior to this, I'd like to invite you to begin breathing in and out through your nose. A slow breath in. And a calming breath out. Give yourself this gift of this moment of calm as you follow your breath in. And out. Relax your shoulders and unclench your jaw as you take a slow breath in and a calming breath out. And do your best to release whatever stress you might be holding. And finally, let's tune into our hearts and take a moment to be grateful during these challenging times and become fully present. Welcome back. So in this episode of the Mindful Habits podcast, we're going to be talking about socialize. But before we jump in, there is a corresponding workbook that accompanies this season. So inside this PDF, you're going to find a copy of the 30-day habit plan, as well as a habit design worksheet, as well as a number of different additional resources and templates to, as we progress through each of the episodes. So to download your free copy of this workbook and join me on the Anxious to Awesome journey, I want you to head over to 30dayhabitplan.com. So that's 30-D-A-Y-H-A-B-I-T-P-L-A-N.com. So the Anxious to Awesome formula. So do you remember what we've been working on this for the last few episodes? Do you remember what the formula was? So it's awesome equals, in brackets, energy times focus times value close brackets, all those multiplied together to the power of our habits. And last week we were talking about focus and that was about building that mindful habit of uh, creating a anti-fragile confidence because it's really our anxiety is what's keeping us stuck. And the only way out of the downward spiral is to take action regardless of how we feel. So this particular mindful habit was no zero days, which is essential as it pushes us to take action, even if we don't feel like it, which which pushes us through our anxiety. And today's episode, we're going to cover the third part of the formula, which is value. And we're going to look at the four elements of value. We're going to explore three steps to real happiness. And, and as we review another mindful habit to help rewire our brain for awesome. Uh, so let's jump in. So the first uh, section here is the four elements of value. So socialize basically means to participate in social act- activities, to mix socially with others. And this is really what we need to be able to do to figure out what's important to us. We need to get clear on what we value and how we add value to others. Because really in, in the whole relationship uh, side of things is where most of our anxiety lives because we're either you know, trying to compare or we're trying to please. Um, all these different things really kind of come into play. 
So this whole um, section here of value within the formula is understanding our relationships and how we kind of socialize. And the four elements are, are here is experiments, uh, virtues, love, and purpose. Now I'm going to spend a lot more time. I'm going to dedicate an episode to each one of these, but we'll just take a take a, a quick look today at each mindful uh, area. Four elements of value. So the first one is experiments, and this is really where we, we need to you know we need to test our theories out into the world. Right? We need to move from theory from practice into mastery, and we knew we do that. We need to socialize our strategies and our philosophy with the world. We need to guess and test. We need to try things out. A lot of the things that what happens is we we kind of get stuck. You know, we either think we're winning or failing, but it's really kind of a win or learn. Like it's you're either you're learning, if you're learning something new. Uh, because you know you want to be able to do better, or or you do well, and it's really that iterative type of approach, and that's why I love this idea of experiments, guess and testing these things, and kind of working our way through the world. It's not about getting it right; it's just getting moving is the real key thing. And really, with experiments, it really reverses the downward spiral of anxiety and puts us on that upward spiral of awesome. So the second element is virtues. Now, a huge factor that causes internal anxiety for us is when we're not aligned with our values. Now, for most of us, we haven't taken the time to understand what our values are. We're not. We're, we're really unclear of what's important to us. And what we do is we end up chasing vices like fame, money, and power, uh, and thinking that these things will make us happy. However, this causes inner, inner turmoil. Um, and it's really happening below our conscious level awareness. We're, we have this sense of unease and we're not sure why. And it's most likely that we're chasing virtues and not values. And the mindful habit here is about a seize the day journaling practice, right? Connecting with our values each day. Now, the third element is love. So we are social creatures and, we, and when we have the right social support, this can do a lot to ease our anxiety, right? Now, I like the uh, kind of using a, um, you know, the, the next generation of love. So like love um, 0.0 is really like loving ourselves. Love 1.0, this is traditional love. This is you know, that what you probably have the label of existing love. Love 2.0, though, is micro moments of connection right, where we're building trust with others. And then love 3.0 is encouraging others and, and how do we coaching and, and mentoring others to, to bring out the best in them. And uh, really the mindful habit of you know, making a, a meaningful connection with others is really, really important a way to get started there. And the fourth element is purpose. It's amazing what happens when we're connected with our purpose. Our anxiety seems to drop away when we start living a life of meaning. And uh, I think most people confuse purpose. It's purpose is not something that you wake up one morning and all of a sudden you've found your calling. Purpose is uncovered via a process of discovery. The formula is cur being curious about something. Then you get you start getting good at it. That that you 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 only become you only become passionate about something when you're start getting good at it, right? That's when we start enjoying doing it. it finally moves to purpose. So let's say it starts with curiosity until you get good at something, enough then it becomes a passion, right? And a passion is doing something for you. And it, the, it becomes a purpose when you pivot your passion to serving others, right? So for example, you see this with athletes all the time, right? So they get they get good at, you know, they get curious about various sports. They find a sport that they're really good in. They become passionate about it and they, you know, they dedicate their life to it. But then eventually they become a coach because they want to help others get that same enjoyment that they, they, they got out of it. And that's where it starts moving into purpose when you start coaching others and helping others along the journey. So there's your four elements of value.
Now, which brings us to our mindful habit for this week, and that is gratitude. A regular gratitude practice is not just some self-help mumbo-jumbo. It's been scientifically proven to rewire our brains for happiness. Just a um, weekly gratitude practice has been been shown to increase happiness by as much as 25%, just once a week. It's absolutely fantastic. Because there's there's two things that are happening within our brains that kind of keeps us kind of stuck. The first is hedonic adaptation, and the second is our negativity bias. So let's begin by looking at hedonic adaptation. So the three steps to happiness, step one, step off the hedonic treadmill. So the hedonic treadmill, also known as hedonic adaptation, is the observed tendency uh, that we, where we quickly return to a relatively stable level despite major positive or negative events in our lives. So things kind of happen, you probably had this before, like maybe you um, you buy something new, you get a new iPhone or a new, new gadget or a new TV and you think that will make you happy, but you quickly just kind of within a few weeks, days, you kind of get used to it. It's this thing that's kind of automatically happening. So we, when we think um, when we will get that promotion or earn six figures um, or get our dream home or find that ideal mate, then we will be happy. That's kind of like that deferred life plan. So the problem with this approach is it leads to never-ending anxiety because as soon as we achieve something, it doesn't meet our expectations and we start chasing something else. So your happiness can only be found when you let go of this clinging, striving, this judgment, the expectation, this um, the comparison or control, and you shift your focus to appreciating what you have now and how far you've come. So one is kind of looking at the gap of where you still got to go, and the, the really what I want you to do is start pivoting to see how far you've come and really kind of enjoying the moment. Because uh, step two is really that, you know, noticing your your positive to neg- negative ratio. And the ideal ratio is a three to one. So that's three positive thoughts for every negative. Um, now, the challenge is, is our brains are wired to look for problems. And if we let it, our inner critic will make us miserable. Most of us do not have, or at least start off, um, with this three to one ratio. It's usually much more negative, like it's a one to three. Um, and to overcome our negativity bias, we need to train our brain to have um, you know, three positive thoughts for every negative. So my challenge to you is when you notice a negative thought, see if you can reframe it and look for the positive in the situation. So, so see if you can kind of notice the negative thoughts that are going on and shift into a positive focus. Now, this is one of the very first things that I installed in my Mindful Habits journey about 30 years ago, and it's made a really big difference. I've been able to train my brain for happiness and looking at what's working in the world instead of what's broken. And then step three is a gratitude practice, which is another great way to um, rewire our brains. Now, there's five main benefits of gratitude. So the first one, gratitude just makes you happier. Um, It strengthens positive emotions. It reduces feelings of envy and anger. It makes our memories happier, right? It lets us experience good feelings. It helps us back, uh, bounce back from stress. Uh, The second benefit is gratitude attracts positive relationships, right? Nobody likes hanging out with other negative people except for other negative people, right? So if you want to attract positive people in your life, you need to be more positive, right? More friendlier, um, it will will improve your marriage, you'll be more respected, you have more friends, uh, better quality friends, and it will really kind of deepen your closest relationships when you work on uh, an attitude of gratitude. 
Uh, gratitude has shown to make us healthier. Gratitude can decrease pain, uh, reduce bad health symptoms. It can, inc- uh, you'll, people that uh, practice gratitude spend more time exercising, right? It'll actually help you sleep better and sleep, uh, sleep quality. It'll lower your blood pressure and increase your energy. It's really quite a fascinating, this very, this very, very simple practice. Uh, the fourth benefit is gratitude builds confidence, right? It may, it's, you become more optimistic, less materialistic, more compassionate, less self-centered, and you know, increase your self-esteem. And finally, gratitude will help you professionally. You'll become better leaders. Um, you'll become a better network and a t- or team player. It'll help you with goal achievement. And it'll improve your decision-making, and it'll make you more productive. It really is a very, very simple practice that has a lot of cascading of effects. How do I practice gratitude? Well, there's really three simple ways that you can do this. So, so the first one is what I call a genuine thank you. Now, for most of us, we rush saying thank you. Um, and maybe you, you were told to do this as, uh, as a kid to say thank you. Um, and, and we say thanks without really thinking about it. So what I want you to do is the next time you, you want to say thank you and so like somebody does something for you, I want you to stop and pause and really express your gratitude and show how grateful you are for this person and really say a genuine thank you. Um, this just slowing down just for a moment and saying, you know, thank you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I'm really, really grateful that you've decided to tune in and listen this far. A gratitude journal is a another great way to do this. At the end of each day, identify you know three things that you're grateful for, or you know once a week. This is one of the ones that I do all the time. Is a brain dump of all the things you're grateful for. You know, kind of fill a page in my journel. Once again, just that simple practice can increase your happiness by 25%. Another one is the mealtime gratitude. This is a great one that you can share do with your family. Share one, two, or three things that you're grateful for for the day with your family. Some really, really simple things doing here. A genuine thank you, a gratitude journal, mealtime gratitude with, uh, with others. Some really great ways to express gratitude. So your homework, okay? I want you to identify a daily or weekly gratitude practice, right? Remember, uh, weekly gratitude practice has been shown to increase happiness by 25%. Uh, Step two, I want you to set an implementation intention, right? When and where are you going to do this? When, you know, for example, let's let's run a couple of formulas here. When someone does something for me, I'm going to stop and pause and be genuine with my thanks. Maybe at the end of each day, just when I'm falling asleep, as my head hits the pillow, I'm going to reflect and review three things that I'm grateful for. Or perhaps every Sunday morning after my morning meditation, I will complete my gratitude journal. Or I get clear with what you want to do and start installing this positive habit. Uh, Step three set up a gratitude habit inside the habit lab. So you want to track your progress is really, really important. And we're going to get also get into that into the next episode um, of the importance of tracking your habits. If you have any questions that you want me to answer about this show or perhaps cover off in a future episode, head over to my personal website at berrigan.com and submit your question. Make sure to subscribe to the Mindful Habits podcast inside your favorite app. You're not going to want to miss a thing uh, because in future episodes, we're going to go deeper into each of these areas of the uh, anxious to awesome journey and explore many more mindful habits. I want to personally thank you for tuning in. I wish you well on your anxious to awesome journey. Until next time.